Radio. The Divine Wedgie with Dr. Matthew Tan. God and Caesar, a question of coins. In Matthew chapter 22, verse 21, Jesus used a coin minted with the face of Caesar as a prop to his famous admonition to quote, rendered unto Caesar what belongs to Caesar and unto God what belongs to God. Both Christians and non-Christians have treated this division Jesus outlined as a division of labor. All humanity, and Christians in particular, are bound by their Creator to show due submission to the secular sovereign over things that belong to Caesar, namely in matters that are deemed to be political. The passage thus serves as a proof text for those who claim that God himself requires us to be docile subjects to the secular sovereign. But several difficulties arise in this reading of the passage. The first is that no authoritative schema seems to be provided, whether in the scriptures or in other sources, on what exactly belongs to Caesar. In the absence of such a schema, many seem willing to let the sovereign decide for the Christian what belongs to Caesar. The second difficulty can be gleaned from an Augustinian reading of the passage, particularly when this passage is refracted through the lens of Augustine's city of God. While there are things that may belong to Caesar, Caesar is part of the city of man, and the city of man is marked by what Augustine calls the lust for domination. This lust for domination will make Caesar, like all fallen creatures, claim that everything belongs to Caesar. This reading is backed up in part by recent readings of critical theorists, particularly Michael Hart, who claimed that more and more things that were previously free from state purview are suddenly becoming of public interest, that is, a matter that belongs to Caesar. It seems that the ancient church perceived these tendencies towards self-aggrandizement in Caesar, and thus did not see it fit to merely defer to Caesar in deciding what was political. While it was true that certain things did belong to Caesar, the ancient church also made the counterpoint which echoed Deuteronomy chapter 10 verse 14 and Psalm 24. To the Lord belongs the earth and everything that lives in it. Putting this in the context of Caesar was St. Ambrose of Bernard, who told the emperor Theodosius that the emperor, quote, is always in the church and never above it. Set against this backdrop, the episode of Jesus and the coin was interpreted by the early church not in terms of a division of labor. Rather, the division was that of a loyalty between God on the one hand and Caesar on the other. Interestingly, this division of loyalty was pointed out with reference to coins by the first century church father, St. Ignatius of Antioch. St. Ignatius seemed to imply the existence of not one, but two sets of coins, and the Christian could swear loyalty to only one of them. In the beginning of his letter to the Magnesians, St. Ignatius wrote, quote, Just as there are two coinages, one of God and the other of the world, each with its own image, so unbelievers bear the image of this world, and those who have faith with love bear the image of God the Father through Jesus Christ. Unless we are ready through his power to die in the likeness of his passion, his life is not in us. 
This passage by Saint Ignatius acts as a corrective to those who see a comfortable division of labor between God and Caesar. While the debates on what may or may not belong to Caesar will continue on this side of death, the witness of the ancient church on this score is an important one that cannot be ignored. That was Dr. Matthew Tan with the Divine Wedgie. For more, visit divinewedgie.blogspot.com or cradio.org.au.